0: The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted Same Game Parties to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T State restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, north-east of England. Today is Sunday, January the 29th, and we are here to have a little review of the weekend that's just finished. Uh, FA Cup and some other stuff and have a look at the EFL Cup semi-final second legs this week as well as a bit of championship and some continental bits and bobs as well uh, and to joining me uh, as always to go through all of that is Mr Barry Penaluna Barry what's happening
1: even Malcolm, um, it's all all good yeah. apart from the fact that I am very very hot. Uh, as a as a regular listener, <laughs> as I know, I'm always sat in my uh, my kitchen, which is normally freezing cold. So I'm sat here behind the iron board as always, but behind me is the uh, the radiator, and the other horse on full pelt. Bit, She's obviously getting a little bit frivolous with the uh, with the energy. Like I don't think she realises we're in a yep. cost of living crisis. Uh, energy crisis and this, this is just pumping out heat right up my back so I'm fucking <laughs> roasting <laughs> Sweaty Barry Price of Exes through the, the roof as well, for Buzz. i got the control for it on my phone thankfully so I'm going to turn that thermostat right down now and that's, that's the end of that like, you got to keep an eye on it like, just... because if you let them they'll just have the heating on all day not caring the fact that I'm paying the bill yeah. so you've got to keep an eye on it Like, got to run a tight ship I've obviously took my eye off the ball tonight Roasting. This happens to me every week. Just as we started recording, I've just taken my slippers off. I think the
0: adrenaline, when I press record, bars on this, I must just heat this up a bit because I'm always cold. And then the minute we start recording, I have to kick my slippers off. So I've just kicked my slippers off. So you might have noticed, eagle-eyed watchers, uh, that I've come through into the uh, the comfort of the, uh, of the sitting room this evening. So I'll just talk you through that. The reasons for this are twofold, let me tell you. Uh, first is NFL zone. Um, it is midway through the third quarter, the Eagles in the 49ers, and I wanted to watch it, so I just thought, sod it, I'd come and watch it. Now, we talked last week about if Bas, me and you have a bet together out of our joint pot, or we go in together on a little bet, we never, ever, ever win. Yeah. Uh, if we have an individual bet, we sometimes do win. So this evening, Um, I like the Eagles, and I teased them. I think they were minus two. I teased them at a minus seven and a half at a price of nine to four. And everything that could have gone right has gone right. Um, The San Francisco 49ers were down to that third-choice quarterback who immediately got injured, and that fourth choice went in. Um, We've had blocks. We've had uh, defensive plays, fumble recoveries, uh, you name it. So I don't want to mush it, But as we stand, I've got a 14 point lead uh, midway through the third. So that's looking all right.
1: Can't lose. Yeah. All Uh, right. Very good, Baz. I fancied the Eagles on the money line. I fancied them in the handicap. Um, But unfortunately, I fancied a few of the player props as well, like Antonio Brown and Devonta Smith. And they're probably not going to hit them now because I think the Eagles are just going to coast it from here, aren't they?
0: They should just just kind of run it up the middle, like, but you never know. There might be one or two big chunks in there. uh, Yeah. With a little bit of clock management. The second reason I'm sitting in here, Buzz, a uh, little bit of an overshare, but I've got a giant
1: right bollock due to an infection. Uh, oh, and it's I a lot of. More... I you were going to share your toxic <laughs> story, like. I was going to bring it up at some point. I thought you're not getting away with it for another show. So, oh, well, it's saying to people that, that, you know, your, your you know, dedication a... to the cause on Thursday night, Malcolm, played through the pain barrier, didn't you?
0: Well, if you did if you tuned in live, you might have seen that I was sitting like the leaning tower of Pisa on Thursday night. Um, because my right bollock is eight times the size of my left bollock, so it was putting me at quite an angle. But uh, and I did go through, I podcasted through the pain barrier because the minute we stopped recording, I jumped in the van and drove myself immediately to hospital. So now I'm sitting so this chair, the sofa, is a lot comfier than my hard chair thing there. But, so I've got some tablets, and hopefully by we record on Thursday, it might be to the size of a boiled egg or something. So yeah, I'll keep you updated. Like, uh, nice to share that with the listeners. Um, and I think that's uh, that's it. So yeah, FA Cup. It's been a, it's been a fun weekend. Um, like I say, I was kind of not not feeling it as much because Newcastle weren't in it. Um, and then there was a lot of middling games. Really, there wasn't um, that much excitement until today. There was a couple of really good games today. Uh, Betting wise, I think I did okay. I went four and three. Um, but a couple of those, there was a couple of nice plus money prices in there, so that puts me a little bit ahead, and the parley is live, I dragged out the three-day parlay, uh, one leg on Saturday hit, one leg today hit, and leg three is tomorrow night, so. Yeah, let's um,
1: teams to score tomorrow for that, that'll be a nice, uh, yeah, that's,
0: that one. So we started off, this seems like forever ago, we started off Manchester City won Arsenal nil, um, I took over one and a half second half goals, was a loser, there was one second half goal, it was a good game this, Arsenal, Played okay first half. Couldn't score. Manchester City slowly got on top a little bit. Got the goal. Really good goal. I was just slagging off Jack Grealish for doing nothing when he uh, turned inside and played a lovely ball to Aki, who slotted. Bob was laughing at me for that. Um, And I think... Manchester City just
1: about shaded it, but uh, there wasn't many people on
0: the one-nil pass uh, Most people had goals here.
1: Uh, I took the goal. I went over as I and both teams to score never really looked like cashing. So long way out. But as you say, it was a fun game to watch. I Enjoyed the game. You know, plenty of good football there. Uh, it just didn't turn out to be the goal fest we were maybe thinking it might have been.
0: Yeah, it's obviously, so Manchester City sort of landed blow in terms of. Um, psychology with regard to winning the Premier League. I don't know what effect it would have made. Arsenal made the most changes for the game, actually. made four or five. Um, even if Man City do make changes, it doesn't weaken them as much. So it uh, remains to be seen there. So um, we've done a Saturday. Accriton won Leeds three. I took Leeds on the handicap. Yeah, plus one, uh, plus one and a half goals, which cashed. Um, This was a weird one because I gave this out on Thursday night, it 41 to 40. The price was plus 102. And um, by the time I went to bed it on the Saturday morning, it had moved right into four to six. It was about minus one forty-seven, I think. Um, so I don't know if this was team use or it certainly wasn't us, Baz, uh, moving the line. But <laughs> this was a decent game as well. accurately they kicked shit out of each other for the first half. And then Leeds could have scored about 15 times in the second half, got three-nil. Akron got a goal later on, which was good for their fans. But this, yeah, this was a nice pick, but just the line movement took the edge of it a little bit for me.
1: Yeah, I didn't uh, take anything, but I did like your pick. The handicap there, Leeds goals was was attractive, and and as you say, coasted in the end, didn't they? Once they got ahead, they looked like they could go on and hit hit four or five. But, uh, yeah, a decent game.
0: Yep. Next up, Fulham one, Sunderland one. This was until today it was probably the best game of the weekend in terms of entertainment. Um, I took both teams to score. It was a price of three to four. Um, the XG in book in this game had both teams. Um, well over two goals. I think Fulham were just short of three. In uh, Sunderland's was over two. That's the expected goal analytic. Uh, anyone doesn't know. So that um, goes to show you this was a well handicapped game. There was goals galore. Uh, the biggest story didn't actually hit here because Sunderland had a late winner chalked off by VAR, but it was knocked in by a fifteen-year-old kid
1: by called Chris Rigg. I mean, yeah. fifteen years old, Baz. I mean, what a story that would have been. Uh, yeah, it so, been the youngest youngest goal. Ever scored in a FA Cup, wouldn't it? Absolutely unbelievable, like. But um, yeah. Um,
0: Sunderland played well. We're getting a lot of rave reviews for their for their football and style. So yeah, happy to catch that one.
1: Um, Big blow. This for one them. was a he horror show. Off injury though, didn't he? That was we, a yeah. Mentioned on the show, you'd said how important Ross Stewart is to Sunderland. Uh, huge he went off blow. with an Achilles injury, I think didn't he? If he's out any length of time, that's a massive, uh, massive blow for them.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely, he's their goal scorer and um, uh, goals uh, Goals are key when we have the game of football, it's one of those things like, so, oh, we might have just had a rough in the kicker there on the Eagles, pass. I'll take that flag down. Uh, next one was an absolute horror show, Bristol City 3, West Brom 0. Um I had it on good authority that West Brom were a good pick here uh, by Cookie and Newman and people, so I've already messaged and bollocked Cookie and um, I was wrong and incredibly wrong. They got spanked. Um, yeah, we'll just file that away as Um, Got one later on, though. Preston North End nil, Tottenham three. The pick was half time draw at six to four plus 150. And uh, the the other bet they'd advised was half time nil nil at five to two yeah. plus 250. Um, Preston one. played with a really low block, had no intention of attacking at all. And Tottenham just didn't have the wherewithal to break them down. Didn't really have the wherewithal to break them down in the second half. Reply, relied on a couple of bits of individual magic, really, from Hyung min Son. Um, a couple of uh, long-range efforts uh, from Tottenham. So, yeah, this was exactly as predicted. Um, feel free to put in at any point, Baz, if you've got any of these, because I know I took most uh, FA cup stuff off you.
1: I'll, uh, yeah, I'll jump in because I, I had th- some of the three o'clock. So, well, not many of the three I started with uh, Ipswich Burnley. I really fancied. Burnley. Oh yeah! Uh, I know you. You were before the show last week. You were thinking Ipswich was was maybe one of your upsets, and that yeah, we talked about that. Although they, you know they didn't win it, so I'm glad we didn't talk you out of it too much. Um, finished nil nil. I took Burnley to score two or more goals, and me goals, bet as well, so it, it was the only one that let me down in my parlay. Uh, bit of a damn squib, really. I didn't watch much of it. Stats seemed to tell a story that 0-0 was probably fair enough. Expected goals for Ipswich, 0.7. Uh, expected goals for Burnley, 0.3. Oh, um, <laughs> <0-0. laughs> good game. Um, So, yeah, it, unfortunate because, uh, as I say, I, I fancied Burnley and it just turned out not to be. like. <laughs>
0: And the the Saturday game, Man United, Red in? You had some uh, Man United three, Red in one. Did you you give a pick out on that? Uh, did you? Man think, United was that the the Man nil. Nil?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was they were coasting as well, weren't they, in that second half? And then obviously, yeah, three nil. Yeah, three as well in it, but um, yeah, didn't didn't come off so. Not good on all the, the, the fake-up stuff from me.
0: The main, the main takeaway from the Man night game, and I thought, as you might have had him on your little wall, on your picture over your right shoulder there, uh, might have been Andy Carroll because of his hilarious 2nd <laughs> half performance. Yeah, um, Andy it, Carroll, if people don't know, is like a six-foot, four-inch Viking-like striker. He used to play for Newcastle back in the day, a bit of a cult hero everywhere it's gone. Played for Liverpool, he's played for England. Um, in the second half, he went a little bit nuts. He, uh, he two-footed scissor kicked Christian Eriksen, um, who was now on crutches. Um, somehow didn't get a yellow card for it. Um, he then bundled another one of their players in the corner flag and did get a yellow card. Then about a minute later, did one of the greatest sliding tackles I've ever seen. He took a run up, slid for about 20 yards and completely wiped out Casemiro in the middle of the park and got sent off. Uh, so it looked like, with, with Newcastle possibly playing Manchester United in a final, looked like he was trying to uh, injure everybody for his old teammates. And um, he's, he's from Newcastle as well, so he looked like he was trying to do George's everywhere a favour. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed Andy Carroll's contribution sure to that. Uh, but yeah, two of the two of the best games today. Uh, Brighton 2, Liverpool 1. I took Liverpool, was wrong. Um, Liverpool actually got in front here. And I think they were unlucky to concede the huge deflected equaliser um but once at 89 minutes i'd just given up on liverpool winning so i was delighted at that point that brighton scored because if i was going to lose i wanted brighton to um to knock them out um i mean liverpool should have been knocked out in the third round against wolves with two they got two really lucky decisions yeah. and got away with two horror tackles today Robertson one was dodgy, but particularly, Baz, I know the Fabinho one uh, was an ra- absolute head-scratcher, wasn't it? Because Fabinho I himself just can't get was it, like, just waiting to get sent off.
1: He just goes straight through the back. There's no intent to play the ball there. Whatever angle you look at it, he's just gone for him. He's gone to do him. It's a proper coward's tackle. like. Um, he's done him. Lads had to go off injured and he knows he's red-carded. The other Liverpool players know he's going to get red-carded and then he doesn't get red-carded and he's just think how... It just makes a mockery of things when when you've got a video there as well. So it was at a Premier League ground. So we had VAR, as we know that they, they haven't got VAR on all of these cup games. But it was there; it was available. And for him not to have been sent off for that is absolutely astonishing. It's a shambles. It just makes a mockery of things. But I mean, I'm not sure how much intent
0: there was. But I don't know if he maybe slipped a little bit. But anyway, the 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 outcome was awful, regardless of kind of how much intent and what happened. The outcome was awful. And they, they, they use phrases like reckless and endangering another player and stuff like that. And that's precisely what happened. Uh, we'll just have a little pause here for a third and goal on the quarterback sneak. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles pass. Get in the queue. Yeah. Um, Austin. Austin. And then the best the best game of the weekend, Drexham three, Sheffield United three. Uh, Took both teams to score in my parley, uh, Fulham and Sunderland was leg number one. Derby West time is tomorrow. Um, but what a really, really good game this was. for, so, Like I say, uh, our US listeners, this was the epitome of an FA Cup game. It was a non-league uh, TF5 team. Um, I was going to say English team, but they're actually Welsh. Uh, Wrexham. Um, and then everything that that brings, a, a, a small ground, a fierce, a fiercely partisan crowd. The pitch was horrible. Um, again, there was... Seven lumps kicked out of each other. Sheffield United, a man sent off. Um, Wrexham took the lead, got three to up with about two minutes left and Sheffield United equalised in injury time. Uh, really, really good game of football. Um, if we played the Ryan Reynolds drinking game, Baz, we would have been absolutely steaming by now because we <laughs> had to see what Ryan and Reynolds thought of every single aspect of that game. Or oh, to yeah. throw in, let's see what Ryan Reynolds thinks of it. They cut to him about 400 times, like, uh, so we would have had liverfield if you we were playing that game but then, yeah that was a proper good game Buzz.
1: So, yeah um, I mean that was one of my picks for the, this week was that game I said I really liked the, both teams to score I fancied Rexham to make a go of it and for those very reasons you know the partisan crowd great run of form they're on we said they're unbeaten in about 22 games I think it was before this Um uh, There. Uh, but the walkway with the heads held high. I took the over two and a half in the end, so the both teams to score appealed. But the both teams to score was a little bit shorter, over 2.5, cashed easy enough. Um, they 10 to 11. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed the game and uh, be interested to see what they can do in the other leg. You feel like that was probably their chance, don't you? Home, home game, just see it out. I, I don't think they defended that like that equalizer very well, like, but. Uh, no, not uh, at all. They looked a, a bit... Well, yeah, it was, I mean, good it was great, a, they, a great day for them, isn't it? And that's what I want, you know. They've, they've had a cracking performance out of them. Great atmosphere. Big I mean, they conceded the in season. the very
0: first minute, conceded after, like, 70 seconds, and then conceded in the last minute as well. And in between times, um, they won, They were probably the better
1: side won the game 3-1, but uh, that's so, not really how it works. So yeah, obviously, uh, as you know, for anyone who watches the live stream, I always have... Uh, On the wall behind me, we have the shirt of one of the players of the week, as chosen by me. And this week we've went with Paul Mullen, who did get the go-ahead goal for Wrexham in the 86th minute. Probably thought he'd won it. Um, Wasn't to be. But uh, I thought, right to have a Wrexham player. It was a hell of a performance from their non-league team. As you say, it's exactly what the FA Cup's all about, those sort of games. Not games like watching Manu v Redden and Brighton v Liverpool. These are your yeah, classic early round FA Cup ties. It? And it turned out to be a good one. So, yeah, Paul Mullen makes the wall today. Uh, the third goal, Paul Mullen's goal, um,
0: was very weird double nutmegs as well. He sort of stuck it. Yeah. it was a horrible finish. He had the ball about eight yards out, hit it straight at the defender, went through his legs. Uh, it was also straight at the goalkeeper. It went through his legs. Uh, so, but the double megs... Makes...
1: Just, just uh, rewinding a little, because I was going to mention when we talk about Liverpool, that winner for Brighton... What a oh, what a goal, yeah. From and he looks a hell of a player. Um, Brighton have got it. The recruitment at Brighton is, is something special, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It just seem to find these players that nobody else is, is thinking of and, and, you know, eventually Chelsea will come and steal them. Um, yeah. But yeah, that Matoma looks like a player. I don't know how much he, uh, do, do we know how much they, they paid I- for him? Oh, I can't remember, mate. No.
0: Um well I mean we've That's nicked their, like we've the, nicked their bloke, haven't we? The, the
1: the head of recruitment, Dan Ashworth. Yeah, so Dan um, Ashworth now now at Newcastle. Um yeah, I can't say what they paid but but yeah, he's just sort of sprung up this year and he looks looks lively, want to watch, want to
0: follow. And in, in terms of sort of role models and heroes, they, they, we've got the uh Japanese lad, half Japanese side who plays on Bob's football team, uh the under elevens and even his his mum. uh Who's Japanese? I was talking to her before the match uh, last week against Leicester, and she's never really watched football, but she got into it watching Japan at the World Cup, um, and she just wants to see Matoma. She's dying to see <laughs> Matoma when Brighton come over here. Like uh, she's so. It's really nice to see uh, new people enthused by uh, footballers. And he's going to be an absolute hero uh, over there. Um. So we've got um, EFL Cup uh, second leg semi-final picks, and then some of the bits and bobs that we picked out. Uh, to come, I'll tell you about the WinBet, the official online sports. Speak of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet active in a bunch of states and there are tons of way to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Great promos some payouts happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up to receive a special offer. Bet 100, get 100. Limited to state availability. And of course, we get the biggest long-shot parley of the week. You get a $1,000 free credit Loads to you from head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that me and Baz sent you. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T Offers the subject of change. sees at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you're someone who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Um, uh, before before we, get started, we jump ahead.
1: Oh, and jump well, ahead. are you going to say
0: the same as what you, I was
1: going to say? No, no, I've got a bit of German. I had a couple of german picks didn't oh I shit know, sorry one. so let's yeah. uh, let's just quickly go over how they went i mean a, a bit of a, a bit of hit and miss really i picked two german games up because we were short of premier league action and we i thought we'd have a look at some top top leagues elsewhere uh when with the bayern munich first bayern against frankfurt um we took the over 2.5 and the both teams to score at a short enough price like 8 to 11 uh ended up 1-1 so, no beans there. I mean, it was 1-1 on 69 minutes. Plenty of time to get that extra goal to nick it and just didn't come. That's three in a row for Bayern Munich since the return. So, right, in, uh, it was on the wall. I suppose the, the signs were there after 1-1 against Leipzig and Cologne. They went and repeated that against Frankfurt. So, no, good in that one. Uh, one that I really liked and I sort of bigged it up in here and, and again on um, the Discord and, and t- Twitter and all of that lot was the Union Berlin game. Uh, against Hertha Berlin, big derby game. Uh, I really fancied the Union Berlin. They were a good price to win the game at 6-5. Um, they were in good form coming into it. Hertha, exactly the opposite. And the head-to-head form all leaned towards Union Berlin, haven't having won the three previous head-to-head and, and by comfortable margins. Uh, it finished at 2-0. We picked, I said, I fancied Union. And I also fancied Union two or more goals and, and said we'd, we'd go up the ladder on that and see how high we could push that. Finished two 0 the, the over two goals was six to four plus one fifty. So it was a good good payout uh, for that plus money for them to win and to to get them. They got the second goal on sixty seven, and at that point I get a little bit excited thinking we've got twenty five minutes here to get up this ladder. A third would have been paid out at five to one, and then I think we were looking at fourteen to one for the next one. So a third goal would have been nice. Didn't come, but but still uh, two two good picks there with Union Berlin and, and Union Berlin team goals picks. Yeah, uh, Baza's ladders our feature was uh wonderfully well, as it was this week
0: oh is that what it was we say me you're getting different <laughs> features every week however I don't think there's been a more popular feature in recent times Bazaar and egg in a cup um and I believe you had some uh you've got an egg in a cup update haven't you or an egg in a
1: cup egg update in a cup. egg in a cup I just off the, I mean I was still pretty astonished by egg in a cup I thought it was <laughs> I didn't quite believe that it was a thing um and then i I' I've, just out, you know, out of the blue, sat on the sofa watching TV. i said have you heard of egg in a cup? St- straight as... Yes. i was say, like, eh? What do you mean you've heard of egg in a cup? I said, what's <laughs> egg in a cup? I said, what is egg in a cup? And She came up with a different formula for it. Uh, right. It was similar. I think it was like mashed up in a cup with butter. Uh, but she said she hasn't had it, but she's heard of butter. right. You do have it, and she said she've, it's, it, she's heard of it in context of like a comfort food. You know, like you're not feeling very well. Some people yeah, like yeah. A drink, cream of chicken soup for me. I like a hot chicken soup. I'm feeling a bit unwell. Roll yeah. bowl of chicken soup. Apparently, yeah. egg in a cup, egg in a cup, so that sort of thing. To some people, the comfort food. If they're not feeling very well. Their mother will go and make them egg in a cup. So I googled egg in a cup after that. And it turns out, I mean, Google is awash with egg and a cup recipes. Really? And, uh, there's, there's lots of different ones. Like, some of them are done with crackers. A lot of them with bread. Sometimes it's toasted bread, Malcolm. So you haven't. Yeah, okay. I'll you know, that in. Um, bread, butter, egg, it's a thing, like. And, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's recipes on there, and there's plenty of people rating them like five stars and that. So they're. We're gonna to have to try it. I haven't tried it yet. Well, but, I, but I, did it, go, I delved a little bit further into it, and it turns out it is a genuine thing. And the world does does know about egg in a cup, like
0: two eggs, one cup. Did you Google that? Um, no. so th- <laughs> no, there's a new uh, there's a new box of eggs turned up in the pantry here. Um, after there was a lot of consternation about the price of eggs last week, but there's a new box here. Um, so yeah, well, might have We might give Egg in a cup a go on Thursday then, Baz Live. Yeah, right, okay. Um, right, stop talking shite, let's make some picks. Tuesday yes. night, uh, what time is this kicking off, I reckon? 8pm 8 8 p.m. Oh. at St James's Park, where I will be present, and you will also be present. We're not sitting together, but we might uh, track each other down for a pint beforehand. In
1: area. I'm, in, I'm in the same block as you, I think, so we we'll be... Yeah, yeah, you're not far away, are you? Um, EFL sort of thing, Cup... Yeah.
0: Semi-final, second leg, Newcastle against Southampton. Newcastle are, these are the prices for the match on the night in 90 minutes. Newcastle 11-25, minus 2.27. The draw is Burlington, Bertie, 100-30, plus 3.33. Southampton are 7-1, dogs. Uh, Newcastle won 1-0 on the south coast last week in the first leg. Um, I think they were good value for that, really. Um, In the last round, um, they beat Leicester 2-0. There's a couple of things. I thought this was quite a straightforward handicap here. Um, I think we were better than Southampton last week. Obviously, it's fine margins. We had a goal disallowed. They had a goal disallowed. Um, Ours was touching. Goal, theirs was probably, well, definitely correctly disallowed. Uh, But they made some half chances as well. And like I say, it's small margins. Home advantage here, Baz, for Newcastle is absolutely massive. Um, Taking all partisanship aside here, um, obviously we are Newcastle fans, but this is a fan base absolutely starved of any kind of cup success. Um, Not even quarterfinals, semifinal. We've just had nothing to share about. We haven't made the semifinal of this competition since 1976. Also the only time we made the final, obviously. Um, and everyone's bang up for it. I mean, you're traveling half the country to say. I think home advantage is going to be huge. And in that Leicester game, the quarter final last time, it was it was a really big thing as well. Newcastle came out the traps that night and absolutely slaughtered Leicester from the first whistle. Took them a little while to get the goal, but we could have been three or four and up early. I think this is um, going to happen again here. Uh, this is not a home. I play Buzz. I think Newcastle minus one and a half. Um, I think we can I think we can beat them quite comfortably. Like, and if we do, if we get one or two nil up, they're already going down. They're not gonna have much to play for, they'll hang in there. The price of that is 13 to 10 plus 130. There's another bet that I like as well. Um, two to one shot, and that's a Newcastle team toll to be over two and a half. Because I just think we can get them, Baz. I think we can beat them three or four nil, to be honest. Um, oh. they're still not very good. Nathan Jones in his press conference last week mentioned how they're, like, physically different, the two teams are. Newcastle are so big and strong at the minute. Southampton aren't, and he said they did really well to cope. I don't think they're going to cope on Tuesday. Uh, they beat Blackpool 2-1 in the FA Cup at, um, at the weekend. They did okay in that first leg. Like, this is a big ask for them, though. Uh, Newcastle don't concede goals. They don't lose. They suddenly lost one game all season. Um, so, yeah, Newcastle minus one and a half goals at 13-10. to or Newcastle, the team total,
1: uh, to score... Three goals or more, two to one, Baz. Oh, we're on. We're on the opposite side of things here a bit, Mark. Oh, mildly. What, have you, what are you? What you taking? I, I, well, I have. I'm, I'm going for a more more of a lower scoring affair, uh, which is just par for the course for Newcastle. That, that's the only reason I think we'll get there. Uh, but let's look at Newcastle have scored just nine goals in the nine games since the World Cup. Five of those came in the two games against Leicester. So take the Leicester games out there. We scored four goals in the other seven games. We conceded only two in those nine games, and both of them came in the Cup game against Chef Wed. I think we can draw a bit of a line through that with a second-string defence there. Nick Pope wasn't in goal. And you take that game out of there, and it's, it's eight clean sheets in a row for Nick Pope since the World Cup. And a run that stretches to ten clean sheets when we look at the pre-World Cup games. Southampton, since the break, won five, uh, won four, lost five. Um, they're a little bit streaky, They lost three, then they won three, then they lost two. Uh the back to, you know won the last game at the weekend. Um the last three defeats for Southampton have all been by one golden hill, so they're not getting battered. Um, you know, they're you know, losing by by smaller margins. So they're not dead and buried in terms of the scoreline. Uh, But I think, same as you, I think the big ask for them to go into St James's in the form Newcastle are in and go and get a couple of goals, they'll need to win this. Got to go back to the 8th of October, a memorable day for for many reasons. Malcolm, you'll you'll know that, won't you? 8th of October? 8th of October. Oh, it is your birthday, yeah. That's the last time Newcastle conceded at home. Uh, That was a 5-1 win against Brentford. Um, (laughs) So you're going back a long way for, for Newcastle to have last conceded it's, it's crazy and I think Southampton probably will need to score more than one and that's a big, big ask as you say it's the biggest game for Newcastle in the last 15 years um, or so be a huge atmosphere there I, I'm making a 300 mile round trip for this one I think Newcastle will get the job done but just all the current form for both teams leads me towards the unders here so Newcastle will win one or 2 nil. unders at 17-20 is the pick for me. Um, I hope I'm on the wrong side of it. I would love to go there and just be an absolute carnival atmosphere, three or four nil job. Um, and, uh, you know, it could pan out that way. I mean, the unders hit last week, but as you say, those two two decisions changed that. And we missed some absolute sitters as well. Like, yeah, it could yeah. Be Joel Endern and Willock. Um, so it could easily have been goals. And a lot of our games have been that way. Um, you know, as I say, we've got a lot of low-scoring games since the World Cup. In terms of the chances created, um, a lot of those games, we should have been scoring twos and threes. Uh, and it might click. It could be one of those games where, where it does click and, and the finishing, you know, falls into place. I'd like to say Isaac start for Newcastle yeah. this week. I think a lot of people are, are thinking that now's the right time to start him over Wilson. Wilson's hit a bit of a, a rough patch, hasn't he? Since the World Cup, Isaac's come in and made you know impact from the bench for the last couple of games, and uh, be nice to see him start this week, but yeah, looking forward to it. I think Newcastle will win. I'll take the unders,
0: it's going to be three in this half time, Baz. Uh, mark my words, we'll be getting no clipping that. Um, i just just in Baz, um, I think a little drop of Worcester sauce in egging a cup,
1: all right. I don't mind yeah. that, I think. Just, you know, just works up yeah, stuff. Have got a new uh, recipe on... Uh, I uh, too, good with uh, On Wikipedia. Yeah. We'll update yeah, maybe that. I mean, the purists might not like it, like, but, you know.
0: Well, you know, nothing ever changed by staying the same, Baz. Um Wednesday, 8 o'clock kick-off, 3pm Eastern time, is the second leg of the semi-final between Manchester United and Nottingham Forest. Again, 90 minutes on the night. This is Manchester United are 2-5, to five, minus 2.50. The draw is fifteen to four plus three seventy five. Nottingham Forest seven to one. Man United are three nil up for uh, from the first leg. So I would suggest ninety nine point nine percent already through to the final. Uh, but something's going to happen tonight, Baz. So pick us a winner.
1: Uh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? With the tie essentially dead in the water. Man United three nil up from the first leg. As you say, um looking at Man United's Home record since the break, since since coming back after the World Cup. Um they've won all of their home games. Um the only defeat in the uh the recent period came against Arsenal away from home. Uh, they did have an, a a draw away at Crystal Palace. So all of their home games have won. They scored two past Burnley and Man City, and then they put three past Reading, Charlton, Everton, Bournemouth. So Not the greatest of of opposition, but but they're putting plenty of goals there and and keeping plenty of clean sheets. Most notably, they also put three past Forest. So they did play Forest at home in the recent uh, times and and that finished a 3-0 comfortable win for Man United. Two goals early on in the first half and that was game over. Fred adding a third late in that one. Um, Forest on the road, we know, are awful. Um, In the league, they've had one single win. They won 1-0 against Southampton recently. It did beat Blackburn in the last round of this four-one uh, on the road, and I think that game probably accounts for about half of their total goals away from home this season. Um, they don't score many at all. Um, although it did, it did beat Grimsby. Sorry, uh, early in the <laughs> AFL Cup 3 0 So, so maybe I'm being a little unfair, but they've they've scored seven against. Just saying, Chris Wood, Baz, as well. I mean, yeah, he's, he, can, he, can't, he can't play. Cup tied. of oh, course. Oh yeah, he played, yeah. He, uh, he was not scoring so, yeah, for us. I, so I I'm guessing here, yeah, but they put four past Blackburn in the AFL Cup, three past Grimsby in the AFL Cup. I reckon they've probably got three more goals, I think, away from home. So they, they just don't score many. Against good opposition, anyway, they don't score many away from home. Um, there's a risk of getting a bit carried away with Man United here, though, with, with the game, you know, where they can just course through it if they choose to. But I suspect Ten Hag will probably want to keep up the momentum, uh, you know, won't want to take too many risks with his lineup. Man are equally desperate to end their trophy drought. It's been a while, uh, and, and as much as the time might feel done and dusted, still going to be a full house at Old Trafford, and you've got to put on a bit of a performance for them and get the job done. So I think Man United will win it at home. Um, I think they can get one in the first half, and then Forest might just fold. So the over two point five is the the one the one that appealed. It's short. It's about three to four. I, I can see Man U cruising to this if if. Forest just down tools, going one behind. Um, so, over Overs was one that did appear actually. i, I, I could have got to be a bit more ambitious, slightly, slightly better. Um, take a little bit of a risk given the state of the tie, but Man United in the handicap as well, I'd wrote down minus 1.5. So, Man United to win by two or more. Uh, it's a bet that would only have failed once in the last eight, uh, and that one was against Manchester City. Um, so, Sorry, that's once in the last eight home games. Um, at home, Man United are winning by two or more pretty much every week. Um, as I say, Man City, they didn't do that, but they're not playing Man City this week. They're playing Forest, who are not very good on the road. Um, six to five, minus 1.5 on the handicap. I'll take Man U to Keep their foot on the throttle, put this uh, Forest side to bed and cruise their way into the final. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Um, this is more of an interesting betting heat than an actual sort of game of football. Um, I think because both teams are going to should make changes really. Man United play Palace on Saturday. Uh, Forest have a really big game at home The Leeds, kind of a relegation game, and they've been good at home. Um, Forrest were competitive in the first leg. Uh, they were really unlucky to have a goal varred out by like a kneecap for offside, uh, and Man United took their chances I also wrote down Wayne Hennessy is absolutely cack um, which I think is a valid part of the handicap because like he, he couldn't yeah. keep chickens that bloke like what he's doing um, they're talking about them signing or Navas um, <laughs> whether or not he do. <laughs> uh, have you seen and... they're
1: also uh, in the market for Shelby apparently Shelby uh, yes, on his way I know. From, medical, um, so from Newcastle to Forest I uh, could be a second one on making that journey with Wood going there last week um, John George Shelby could be next in
0: yeah, Forrest are doing wonders for our um financial fair play. It took Wood off us at a hundred grand a week, and then John Joe at eighty grand a week. Like they're uh, yeah. they're creating salary cap, um, as you Americans would put it, all over for us. Um, I love a bet here, Baz. Love it. Like Kevin Keegan, the bet I love is both teams to score. Um, <laughs> Forest can't keep a clean sheet, but I think they will want a goal. <clears throat> um, it's still a semi final. It's been a great achievement for them to go there. They had a right good go at Man United. And I think just pride, I don't think you down tools or make a load of changes in a semi-final. Steve Kubat doesn't strike you as that type of character. Um, So I think they'll just have a right good go. The fact Chris Wood's cup tied is a bonus. Um, So Brennan Johnson and um, other people will play up front. This is a really nice price pass. It's a shade of odds on minus 105, 19 to 20. So yeah, still a semi-final. Um, and I think yeah, Manny will get this done. Maybe two one or something, three one, uh, so we can both win our bets, Buzz. Um, but yeah, both, both three, teams one. to score uh, is going to be my pick here. I think Forrest would like to go out um, with something to cheer about, give because I mean, and there'll be a lot of Forest fans travelling as well. Maybe six or seven thousand fans. Yeah, Eight, I think about that
1: last week. Three 0 that game ends, and you think you wouldn't like to be a Forest fan who's booked onto that journey and you just yeah, what a waste of it. Uh, but the, you know away fans, will make the most of it, and they'll still go there, make a noise, and, and as you say, Forrest have still got to put a performance, you can't, you can't down tools, as you say, but uh, yeah, see so yeah, how that one pans out, have you got anything else, for the midweek, anything else? I do, I lying? had a little look around Baz, because
0: I thought two games, wasn't enough, the Gens want things to bet on, um, so I dipped into the championship, which is a notoriously hard league, um, to bet on, it is incredibly competitive, um, the championship is the second tier, here in England, if you weren't aware, uh, this game is Tuesday night, so it's the same night as Newcastle Southampton. It's a 7:45 kickoff here, which is 2:45 Eastern time. The game is Luton Town against Cardiff City. Luton are the nine to ten minus one eleven home favorites. The draw is twelve to five plus two forty, and Cardiff are sixteen to five plus three twenty. So Luton Town sits seventh in the championship, uh, which is one place outside the playoff spots. Cardiff are twenty-first. Uh, which is one space outside the relegation zone. Um, Luton played a 2-2 with Grimsby uh, at home in the FA Cup at the weekend. Not a great result. Uh, they made a few changes, but they went pretty strong, which I don't mind because um, yeah, they are looking at the playoffs. So it might have been easy for them to to try and uh, just punt that game at the weekend. At home, uh, sorry, they've, they've won four of the last five. Luton are in really good form. They're one of the championship four teams since... Since the resumption on Boxing Day, they're four for five, the only loss came against West Brom, uh, who've probably been the form team in that division. Um, But at home, um, they've not been as good. They've only won three of 13 home games, uh, drawn seven. They're actually the best ones on the road. They've won eight on the road. Um, Cardiff City are in absolutely terrible form. Uh, they've not won in forever. Lots of draws. And they sacked the manager, so they've got a new manager in the very, very low score. And since that Boxing Day restart, the total match goals for um, Cardiff have been 2 0 0 1 2 1. That's a low score in there. However, Luton have scored two or more in five consecutive league games. Um, Cardiff's new manager is the ex forest manager, uh, you might know a bit about him, Baz, your neck of the woods, uh, Sabri Lemushi. Um, So I messaged my Forest contacts today and he said he played really expansive football, really good football, uh, score goals and concede goals. So my pick here is going to be the over two and a half goals, Baz. And how I'm cobbling this together is Luton have scored two or more in five consecutive league games, as I said. Um, Lumish is going to try a little bit of something and there's a little bit of new manager bounce. If that new manager bounce is even just one goal for Cardiff City. That gets us over the line here at plus two and a half. Um, Cardiff might even go and nick it 2-1, but Lumich going to do things. Uh, he's brought in Sol Bamber as well, who's a Cardiff stalwart. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I landed on that one. But I think both teams are going to have a go because Cardiff are in the shit. Lumich want to put a marker down, but Luton have been scoring goals as well. So um, maybe a 2-2 two, two draw or something, but over two and a half. And that is plus money, Baz. Um, I think... The books have priced us off, looking at Cardiff's recent um, sort of slow showings. So the over two and year a half here is six to five plus 120, Baz.
1: Not bad. I've uh, took a little trip over to uh, Spain this week. I mean, John, Germany for uh, the weekend action. I've gone over to the La Liga for Wednesday night fixture between Real Betis and Barcelona. So Wednesday, the 1st of February, 8 o'clock kickoff UK time, 3 o'clock Eastern time over in the States. Real Betis for 17-4 uh, to win this one. 14-5 the draw and 8-13 favourites, Barcelona. Betis currently lie sixth in La Liga. 16 points off Barcelona, who are in first place. Recent league form, so have played four since the World Cup. Uh, Betis have won one. Sorry, they've won two, drawn one, lost one. Um, the more recent form last two games, 1-0 win and a 1-0 loss. Uh, They've had a 2-1 victory and a 0-0, so quite low scoring. And Barcelona are top of the league here. They've scored 37 and only conceded six goals in 18 games. They're unbeaten since being knocked out of the Champions League by Bayern. That's 13 games unbeaten now. And since the new year and the return of the league, they've played three, won three, all of them 1-0 wins. Uh, they also had a recent win against Sociedad in the Copa del Rey another 1-0 win so low scoring getting the job done um, and amongst that they did have a 5-0 win in the Copa del Rey but that was against lower league opposition bit of a um, you know one-sided affair as you would expect um, if we look at the games prior to the World Cup, three of the last four also hit the unders. Um, so I think it's an easy play going to fade the goals here. Betis don't score many. Uh, they're only averaging just over one a game, scored 20 in 18. Barcelona are conceding at a rate of one goal every three games. Um, back in the a clean sheet. But, uh, this year, would have obviously seen you make a tidy profit. Um it's then can Bossa score three goals away from home to, to do us if, if, if they do keep a clean sheet. Um, and they don't do it very often. Uh, they did it the first three games of the season. They scored three or more on the road, and they haven't done it since. Um, Unders is at evens here. And as I say, just the current form for both teams is pointing to the Unders. Um, I'll take Unders at evens. They did play each other recently as well in the Super Cup Um which was a bit of a strange one, wasn't it? It was a four-team affair over in Saudi Arabia um, where Barcelona played Betis in the semi-finals of the Super Cup uh, and then Real Madrid played someone. I can't remember who. And then, then they played the final. That game finished 1-1 in normal time, 2-2 in extra time. Barcelona won it on penalties. So again, leads to the overs, was 1-1 uh, in, in normal time there. So, yeah, I really like the Unders. Barcelona v. Bettis, even money. Bosh.
0: Nice, Baz. So, we've got the Championship and Barcelona. And we've got a uh, plus 120 and a plus 100. Uh, so, two plus price selections. Um, yeah, the continental football stuff in the Discord channel, Baz, is uh, really popular.
1: Uh,
0: all the gang The Discord in there. channel's
1: coming alive, isn't it? We've got a lot, we'll of, absolutely in there, b- a lot of people with buzzing this weekend. Different leagues and, you know been really really good in there this weekend lots of lots of chat you know nobody judges anybody for making picks that don't come off uh, yeah. everyone's opinions are welcome in there there's probably a few lurkers who, who don't feel confident enough to post their own picks, but as we say just just get them in there it's good to have a bit of chat and and don't be afraid to oppose our views because we're uh we're quite often on the wrong side of things as well so get in get involved
0: Oh, there's a great big fight going on in the uh in the American football. I should have teased this bars. I teased it up to seven and a half. The gap is now with twenty-four points. So 24
1: points um on, I've
0: yeah. kind of feel I feel like I've uh, backed to loser now. It's one of those where I've got a ninety-four winner and I feel like I should have had a bigger one. Um yeah, in the Discord channel, it was Serial's birthday this week. So um happy birthday, Serial, and um You'll have to let us know if you cashed the over or under seven and a half minutes. Um, If you were in the Discord channel, you'll be aware uh, what that bet was pertaining to. A little bit of birthday shenanigans for cereal. Um, That's me done, Baz. Anything else you need to tell us about?
1: That's all from me. I'm going to go catch the end of this game, although it's dead and buried, isn't it? Um, I'll probably watch the first half of the uh, next NFL game. And then that's exactly be, what catch, I'm going to do. I'm going to rest a little tomorrow because it'll be a bit late for me. But, uh Yeah, busy I can week, have a little investment
0: now my winnings. Um, I am going to find something to rest my weary bollock on. Um, hopefully be back to normal by Thursday, but uh, so I'll show you on Tuesday if you want because I'm going to see you. So um, uh, yeah, Aries, keep it keep your septic <laughs> testicles to yourself. <laughs> something to, they're not septic. They're just. I don't know what the word is. Anyway, let's stop talking about that. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. Um, uh, Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, if you want to get in there. Um, and the adult five-star reviews are important. Uh, Sean, the boss, um, he keeps telling us to plug these five-star Spotify reviews. So go on there. Just click the five, because I don't know what it means, you but it must be good. You don't even
1: have to write anything. You just literally click five. And it's the yeah. same on uh, Apple Podcasts as well. You don't have to write it. Just click the five star. Give us a bit of a push. It's greatly appreciated. Not much effort. If you're listening to this now, literally 10 seconds time, you could have pressed that button. So just do it.
0: Yep. Beautiful. Um, right. We'll be back on Thursday, Premier League back next weekend, uh back in the heartland. And we'll keep uh because I think the, the continental stuff's been quite popular, buzz. So we'll keep sticking you on uh, Continental Duty every weekend because I can't be asked. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Good luck with all your bets. Um cheer on Newcastle if you know what's good for you. Um until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers <laughs>